Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to Friday, September 30th, the end of the month. Um, so hopefully you've had a good September. And thank you just for joining in this week. Uh, Wendy and Dave, thank you for joining me this week. It's been a blessing for me to have this conversation with you guys and hear your insights. And um, do you feel okay about it? You're glad that you did this? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Wendy, oh yeah, right. Yeah. And Dave was like, uh, uh, yeah. No, well, is that or Matt like asked me to speak in front of church? I'd rather right. do this. Like. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, one of the part of Fridays is to share a little bit about uh, the podcast and yeah. feelings on it, and definitely um, rather than just listening to it and reading it quickly, um, makes you dive into it a little deeper. Yeah. And uh, get a better grasp on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, thank I, you. I do appreciate. Oh, it. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's always good for me just to kind of, I mean, because I listen to all the other weeks and read and stuff, but the weeks that I host, it's I, I really dig in. And, um, you know, it's it's kind of, um, yeah, I kind of like dive into history and I write a bunch of these notes and, you know, we don't say half of them. But um, but thank you for your willingness to, to join us this week. So those of you who are listening, hopefully you've had a good week with us as well. And um, as we kind of took, a you know, a good chunk of the Old Testament at light speed from you know, the Israelites going into the promised land, and today we're going to read about them um, leaving, um, kind of the end of that part of the, 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 their story. Um, hopefully you're able to glean some things about what God's saying to us what, or who he is through stories like uh, David and Samuel and Elijah yesterday. So, um, and as we go throughout our conversation in the next few minutes, we might talk a little bit more about some of those common themes that we read throughout this week. But we are going to um, read Second Kings first, uh, chapter 25. And if you haven't read it yet, pause and read it. And just a little disclaimer, uh, before I hit record, uh, all three of us said this was hard. This was like, in a lot of the other stories, there's the feel-good, David wins, right? Um Elijah wins, the fire comes out and consumes things, and this is just kind of a, ugh. Um, so we're going to do the best we can to, to share what we feel uh, the Spirit's saying to us, and hopefully um, you do as well. But it's, I think it's okay for us to wrestle um, with the Word of God and for us to kind of have it sit uneasy with us for a while, because um, oftentimes in those moments, that's where God can really speak to us the most. So, um, so we're going we're gonna to dive in. Second Kings 25. So in the ninth year of Zedekiah's reign, on the tenth day of the tenth month, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, marched against Jerusalem with his whole army. He camped outside the city and built siege works all around it. The city was kept under siege until the eleventh year of King Zedekiah. By the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine in the city had become so severe that there was no food for people to eat. Um, so just a little side note, this is a multiple-year process where they're, they're being held in siege. Um, so it's, it's a long time. It's not just like one or two days. But um, So by the end of the ninth day of the fourth month of the famine, um, they became so severe there was no food for the people to eat. Then the city wall was broken through, and the whole army fled at, the, at night through the gate between the two walls near the king's garden. Uh, through, though, uh, though the Babylonians were surrounding the city, they fled towards a Arabah, 
But the Babylonian army pursued the king and overtook him in the plains of Jericho. All his soldiers were separated from him and scattered, and he was captured. He was taken to the king of Babylon at Riblah, where the sentence was pronounced on him. They killed the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. Then they put out his eyes, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. On the seventh day of the fifth month, in the nineteenth year of Nebuchadnezzar's king of Babylon, uh, Nebuchadnezzarian, commander of the Imperial Guard, an official of the king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem. He set fire to the temple of the Lord, the royal palace, and all the houses of Jerusalem. Every important building he burned down. The whole Babylonian army, under the commander of the Imperial Guard, broke down the walls around Jerusalem. Nebuchadnezzar, the commander of the guard, carried into exile the people who remained in the city, along with the rest of the populace and those who had gone over to the king of Babylon. But the commander left behind some of the poorest people of the land to work the vineyards and fields. And then skipping over to the last part of verse 21. So Judah went into captivity away from her land. And here Judah is representing the Israelites. They went into captivity away from the promised land that they were brought into. And there we go. Happy days. <laughs> so what do we learn about God in this part? What do we learn about humans? What? It's not really a Hallmark movie, is it? No. <laughs> um, I think, you know, God, he's full of mercy and grace. Yeah. And they kept messing up, but we're going to suffer. Yeah. So, um, but then he's also a God of hope. Yeah. That's all I've got. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's that's okay. Um, Dave, what do you think? Anything similar? similar um, yeah. God, God allows us to suffer when um, when we don't choose to follow Him. Or, yeah. but like Wendy said, um, a God of grace, um, uh, most of an undeserving grace. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We we've been talking this week. You know, there's been several times where, you know, Joshua said, choose this day who you will serve, I'll serve the Lord. Elijah, not in the part that we read yesterday, but prior to that, he said, choose Baal or choose God. You know, you have that choice. Um, and we see here kind of the consequences of the choice. Um, you know, as I mentioned the other day, you know, we start out with David, a man after God's own heart, and leading the people as a king to now the kings eventually get to fight where they're, they're turning their backs on God, and the people are, and we have the Baal worship. And, you know, we see here God, well, we, we see the, the consequences of those people who chose not to follow God. Um, and it's hard. Um, and... You know, I, you know, I want to say, why would God allow His people to be sent into into exile? But again, there there are real consequences to our choices, and I think one of the worst things we can do as Christians is say, "Hey, everything's great, and if you love God, nothing bad's going to happen," because we still sin. So, um, so yes, we, we kind of see that outcome. But I love how you both said that there there is hope and we don't we didn't read this part but by the end of this chapter there's some hints of maybe redemptions coming that's not the end of the story even though it seems that way um so god will rescue them and again that's the whole meta narrative that we're reading we go way back to genesis and we in the story in the garden where um after adam and eve sinned god said you know to the serpent you're going to bite 
my son's heel, but he's going to crush your head. Um, and this is part of that, that longer story where eventually um, Jesus will come and reunite us. But, but right now we kind of sit in the yuck. So what, um, what does it tell us about humans? That, you know, what do we learn about people through this passage? As a parent, I think all three of us here can agree that at home we we preach that you kids can our kids can make whatever choice they want, um, yeah. but there will be consequences. Yeah. Um, how are you going to own those, or how are you how are you going to handle those consequences? Yeah. Um, so maybe it's a good example of just everyday life. Yeah. Yeah, fortunately, we don't like poke our kids' eyes out, <laughs> right. well, starve them or anything. No, been, been tempted. <laughs> no, no. Well, it's it's funny because I at, when I was teaching today, I almost uh, oftentimes when I have to redirect a student's behavior, I get the eye rolls like, oh, you know, why? It's like you know, we have a system. If if I have to give them too many warnings, I sign their planner, and then you know they might have to serve detention. But whenever I did, the kids like, oh, why are you doing this? It's like I'm not. You know, if you don't want me to sign your planner, if you don't want me to redirect you in class, tell you to stop talking to your friends, then stop talking to your friends. You know what I've asked you to do. And when you choose not to, this is the result. This is what happens. So don't get mad at me. But um, I didn't say that to him. I, want, I wanted to, but I, <laughs> I, I, I was the bigger person, if you will. But, I mean, I, again, that's kind of what we learned is, you know, we can't blame God for, um, you know, this exile because he gave us the choice to live in his path. Um, and we, the, the, the people of Israel at this time, said no. So, yeah, we have our choices to make, um, and there are consequences. Um, those choices come with a price. And so, it's yeah, it's kind of a, um, yeah, yucky feeling. I've said that a couple times now. But uh, so um, where do you see, though, maybe in this passage or maybe what we've been talking about a week, Maybe some hope for humans, for people that that you, we can we can understand. There's these consequences, but there's more to it. What do you see anything in this passage, or what we've talked about earlier this week, or that we can rest on that hope? End the week on a, that good note. I think it just you know it's God's grace. It's yeah. not something that we can abuse, but mm. it's what He gives us freely. Yeah, um, and He's just merciful. So. His faithfulness is, if you read this as a, you know, a bedtime story to your kids, <laughs> other than a few parts of it, most of it seems like it's a God who is really loving and caring, yeah. and he's um, always going to come through if our heart is connected to his. Yeah. Like, um, I think that's, for me, like, looking at the overall week, like, walking away, just recognizing that dependence and all of the kind of surrender, um, the feelings of security and trust and all of that. It's not just because it's there. It's because of a relationship that oh, I have yeah. with him. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can relate that to our kids, to our spouse. Those things don't just exist without a deep relationship being worked on yeah. and formed and molded. So, um, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dave? Um, life, life throws at you trials and difficulties all the time um but with all these stories we've talked about this week it i think it just shows that yeah it's there's going to be rough rough patches but god's grace um faith in him it might not be bright and shiny tomorrow but right. um hopefully in the near future um 
God will pull through, and uh, yeah, one day we'll be with him. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, God wins, right? And that's and we can rest in that. And and He is a God who wants us to make those good choices. He wants to encourage us in that. He wants to give us the ability to do that. Um, again, just sharing my students' uh, story, I I want them to be successful in my class. You know, now again, they have to meet expectations, but I don't want to, you know, always get on for their behavior. I want them to be successful. Um, and that's the, you know, the type of God we have. So he gives us choices. Um, and uh, we're encouraged by le- le- reading the student stories this week that choosing him is the, is the right choice. And maybe in this passage, it's the obvious choice. Um, I don't know if anybody wants to be sent into exile like, like the Israelites um, to have their world destroyed. So um, well, again, uh, trying to end on a positive note, uh, thank you so much, both of you, for, for joining us this week. And um, next week, Dwight will be back. Um, I forgot to look to see whose guest will be. So it'll be Dwight and Dwight's guest next week. So join us. And Dwight's guest, I apologize for not checking who you are. But uh, um, we're excited to have um, hear from them next week. So um, just as you go throughout your week, the weekend, just remember you have a God who loves you a God who wants to be in relationship with you, who wants to give you good things, um, wants you to ask for them, um, and he will bless you, and he will give you what you need to um, be his billboard. So be a billboard as you go throughout your weekend. Thanks for joining us this week, and um, we'll, the podcast will join you again next week. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.